insanely fucked up. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Ramble. <laughs> Let's give this a go. I've been trying to do a fucking podcast, and it's just like there's always an interruption. The cat wants to piss on the corner. <laughs> Something's going on. So that's the podcast that was never meant to be, but, you know, I find if you don't stick to consistency and, like, actually be on the schedule that you say, it's too easy to not do it. So here we are. All right. I got done, uh, I I went over, you know, I tell you, man, everybody just likes their fancy, aesthetically pleasing things that can care less if it's functional or not. And what I mean by that is... I went over to my sister's house. I had my nephew help me fix uh, this exhaust leak I had on my car. So we wrenched on it for a little bit. Then we're uh, inside uh, the house. And my sister's got my folks' old fridge in like her back uh, laundry room area. Just as like an extra fridge. This fridge is 42 years old minimum. And it still does its job just fine. It's like, you know, it's like this uh, olive green from like the 70s, right? But it's just a basic fridge. And this shit is still keeping things cold. The freezer's still freezing things. My sister's newer fridge that she bought, slightly used, has a little temperature digital mechanical computer gauge that sets it all to a right temperature. And this fucking thing is stuck at 32. Now she can't fix it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, they they really don't make things like they used to. You know? People care more about, do I have stainless steel appliances? And by people, I mean the ladies. Because <laughs> honestly, uh, guys, I don't think we give a shit about what anything looks like as long as it works well. You know? I don't care what the fridge looks like, if it matches colors. I'm like, does it keep our food from spoiling? That's like, you know, functionality over anything. And this fridge that my sister inherited from my folks is older than her, is older than me, and it's still going because pre, like, 1980, they actually gave a shit about stuff. They actually made things to last they made things to last more than a year or two before you started to call the repairman and get your warranty and have them come out and spend way more money to fix it or just buy a new one all around. It's not weird to anybody. I'm just saying, think about it. Have you bought a new air conditioning recently or a fridge or you know, an appliance of any kind that uh, just doesn't seem to stand the test of time? I don't know. It's something to think about. Because I think... When we found a way to, like, refrigerate things and all this stuff, I think they did it just fine. They perfected it. And they're like, oh, shit. We made this too good. It can't be too good. We'll go out of business because people only have to buy one fridge every 50 years. (laughs) Nope. We need something where they are going to be coming back here every six months with a complaint that something is wrong. You know, for example, my folks' air conditioning went out, right? And that air conditioning is also as old as that fridge, but has been rebuilt once or twice, and it's still going. And when it's functioning, keeps the house cooler than a brand new air conditioning that breaks 
10 seconds into the summer. So just step back and think about how much you get things because they're aesthetically pleasing. Your stainless steel appliances that match all your granite countertops. As opposed to functionality. A functionality a word? I don't know. I'm dyslexic, apparently. <laughs> I really am. I'm very dyslexic. Well, lately, I just switch words around and I can't read readings. So, hey, whatever. See, I, I think some of the most brilliant people in the world were dumb at certain things. You know, just like absolutely retarded. Like me, when I read sometimes, I just sound like a fucking just just an idiot. But then I can read smoothly sometimes, but I switch words in my head before it happens. And that's called dyslexia. I'm aware of that, thank you. Maybe I am, but oh well. We all have our handicaps in this world. We were born. (laughs) Ah, no, it's a good life. I'm just kidding. It's a lot to be grateful for, man. That's why I'm saying, you know, about the whole fridge, it's like they just, it's still going. (laughs) It's like you don't have to worry about this stuff. If you have good quality shit, and I don't even know. There's, there isn't, there isn't much of quality anymore. Think about it. Every six months or less, there's like a new fucking, you know, cell phone coming out that everybody seems to want, even though it does the same thing the cell phone from three years ago did. It's like, dude, are you guys dumb? There's nothing new about this. It's like refrigerators were perfected a long time ago. You know. And, like, now you got, yeah, but we need the computer to set the direct temperature to the exact thing that we need for the vegetables to not spoil it. If the vegetable, if it knows it's open, it will, it, it will adjust the temperature. Like, you don't need that. Why can't anybody just admit we don't need that shit? We don't need the fine-tuning adjustments. Isn't a fridge that keeps food cold enough and freezes shit? Nope. No, we have to have temper control, temper control, temper, 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 temper. We have to have the temperature controlled. Yes, we do. As the door opens, it will adjust according to the degrees of the temperature and the humidity of the room because it has a sensor with every single movement, and it will beep if you keep the door open too long. But then the motor will kick. It's like, dude, we don't need that. (laughs) Does it keep it cold? When you shut the door, great. This is my point. Is like, we're so smart, we're dumb. (laughs) Human beings, we're so smart, we're fucking stupid. Uh, but it, it doesn't have that color that I want. It's like, you're going to get that picky, you ungrateful fucking shithead. Ugh, oh, I'm in a mood. I'm in a, I'm in a, actually, I was in a great mood because I had a great hangout with my nephew. We're fucking wrenching on a car like men. And then just hanging out, talking with my sister. And when I realized something, talking with my sister. I realized, because we were talking about how when I was a kid... I would have fucking anxiety attacks because I would get so excited to go somewhere that we couldn't leave the house because I would just be fucking throwing, I'd be crying, throwing up, uh, and this is true stories, true stories, to the point where my parents are like, just get in the fucking car, and I'm like, oh God! and I'm just, and I was excited to go, and then the realization happened while I was talking with my older sister. I got lost at a very young age at Black at this place called Blackberry Farm. My older sister also got lost 
just in like Kmart in the clothes thing because my mom lost her. My little sister got lost at a fair once and we had to like call her name out. And I remember this when I was super young. So all three of us kids got lost in public at some point or another, very young. And we're thinking, you might be thinking, well, you kids should have been paying attention. And I'm thinking, where the fuck were you, mom? <laughs> and, you know, this is this was the age where there were no cell phones. You know, there, were, there wasn't that fucking distraction to where you couldn't pay attention to your kids. So it made me think, I'm like, me and my sister both realized, like, where the fuck was our mom? Who was watching us? <laughs> and I don't want to. I'm not trying to pick on my mom. I'm just saying, like, you know, sometimes you got to look at the parents, man. It's not the kids. See, I used to, like, not like children. But then I realized they don't fucking know any better. We're just out in the world going, oh, is that a bird? And we start following it because we're curious. It's up to the job of parents to keep your eyes and, like, teach kids about danger and shit like that. And make sure they don't kill themselves. Yeah, uh, where were you, mom? (laughs) That was the realization. That me and my older sister had, which was hilarious. Like, we were both like, holy crap. We were had these abandonment issues, right? Very young, where it seemed like we, we lost everybody that was close to us, so we freaked the fuck out. And it only took about 25, 30 years to uh, get over that. <laughs> so, folks out there, make sure you don't lose your kids out in public, because it's going to traumatize the shit out of them. It did me. <laughs> did my sisters. We're all fucked up. (laughs) We either developed alcoholism, anger issues, (laughs) or just anxiety issues that seem to never go away. (laughs) So, it's all good, though. I mean, yeah, that's a true story. I used to get so anxious when I was a kid, and I would make myself literally sick. Because I was excited to go somewhere. That's crazy shit. But now looking back on it, it's because, you know, I got lost at a park once. Yeah. I couldn't find my mom. Couldn't find my family. That shit haunts you. I guess, you know, later as an adult, you don't realize it, but that shit affects you, man. That's why I get really upset at parents who don't think they're doing psychological damage to their kids by allowing them to act and behave like adults when they shouldn't be at that age makes me just go, you fucking parents suck. <laughs> I, I see it all the time. I saw, like, after I was coming back from uh, getting my car fixed, I stopped at the store, and these uh, two girls were walking across uh, the stoplight, and they could not have been older than 12, Maybe 13, maybe they were teenagers, but highly unlikely, right? But they were wearing fucking these short shorts and spaghetti strap tops that like late teenagers kind of wear, but you shouldn't be seeing at like a 12 year old. You know what I mean? And I'm like, where the f- your parents failed you? Even the way they were walking told me a lot about their mannerisms, how they were trying to present themselves. You know, like these ladies and trying to grow up, but they weren't. Like, it was just, it's disturbing to see that. Meaning, they're walking around, not being 12, they think they're 30, and they're not. And it's just disturbing. And mom and dad are just like, that's okay, wear those short shorts, we're fine, it's hot out. 
it's 90 degrees here, it's the summer. I'm like, that's your fucking excuse? I'm like, you don't realize the psychological damage you're doing to these kids until many years later. Just like I didn't realize getting lost at a fucking farm was going to traumatize me for years to come, and it did. So, think about that, folks. Step back and go. You're fucking up your children. It was a good day. <laughs> no, seriously, it was a good day. I like visiting my nephew, who has now surpassed me in height, and he is only 15. I remember when he's just a little dude annoying me, and uh, now he we can actually hang out. See, that's what I like. See, people always think children... Like, I, lo- I love kids because they're fun to, like, just hang out because they just have no... They're just enjoying everything. Like, everything is cool to a kid because it's so new, right? But at the same time as an adult, you know, it annoys you because you're like, well, fucking, why can't you understand this? But it's like, dude, they don't understand because they're fucking children. You understand because you've already been there. So try to remember when you were a kid, you didn't fucking know anything either, right? So know that. And then it's fun, though, when the kid gets up to, like, hangout age. Like, now my nephew's at hangout age. He's getting his permit. You know, we can fucking have a conversation like fucking people. Not like, well, you want to get some ice cream? Like, you know, there's only so much you can do with children, right? You, you can teach them and all this stuff and play around with them. and fu- But you can't talk with kids. Like, like talk, talk. You know, you can't get a, ideas going on or a debate or discussion or fucking, you know, throw out some theories. But... You know, at 15, 16, yeah, you could, you could start doing that. They know better, right? So it was cool to hang out with my nephew. It really was. I told him thanks for helping. I'm going to take him out to lunch sometime here soon. It was a good time, but we get to hang out now. It's not like when I was a kid. You know, I took him to Comic-Con years ago, and, like, we were just hanging out, and he was, like, fucking seven or eight at the time. And it's like, ah, damn it, i got to watch everywhere he went. Like, now if I took him to Comic-Con, you know, he can go about his way, I can go about my way, we'd be fine, you know? That's the difference between little kids and kids that grow up a little bit. And, like, I feel like sometimes people just don't let their kids, like, mature into their age, you know? They still think they're fucking five. They're not, you know? They're fucking 15 now, 16. You gotta adapt with them, just like they've adapted with you over the years, you know? You gotta remember you. You know, I tell people this all the time. I'm like, if you really want to, like, navigate through this world, just step back and try to remember what you were like then. It makes it so much easier to identify with younger people or just people in general, honestly, you know? When you get all mad or offended by somebody or something somebody says or pissed off or irritated, just ask yourself, why is that bugging you? Uh, It's usually because it has something to do with some self-centered, selfish shit. Then you gotta dig deep and figure out why, and if you're very self-aware, you'll know why. And then you'll be able to navigate through that feeling, let it pass, and just move on. But what do I know? I don't know anything. I'm just a dude, right? I'm just a fucking guy talking into a microphone right now. Yes, sir, Bob. You know, them farmers are actually the people you're going to want to turn to who know how to grow their food and not the people who uh, just seem to not have themselves together. And the cat runs out of the room. Go on, putters. (laughs) See that? That's why I make fun of the cat. Because the cat knows when to fuck up everything. So anyway. No, it was good. It was good to hang out with my nephew. Good to have a talk with my sister. And that's what it's about, man. You gotta remember family. No matter what goes on, 
unless your family's just absolutely ridiculous. But my family, for the most part, you know, we're solid. And, uh, you know, you just always got to remember where you came from. And it was a funny, uh, funny realization me and my sister had about, you know, we all had a, we all got lost at some point and it made us question our mother's capability for watching us. <laughs> I love you, ma. <laughs> but I could, I could say this. I'm a grown ass man. I can look back on this and be like, you know, it's okay. Cause I, you know, when you, when you're, when you're a kid, you know, you're looking up to your parents as like, oh my God, these are my folks. These are the... This is, you know, this is this is like the gods on earth kind of thing, right? You know, mom and dad, it's like, that. this is it. And then when you get to fucking adult reasoning age, you're just like, oh, they're just fucking people too, you know? They did the best they could. They provided for the family. They tried to give us everything we asked for. And uh, supportive is all hell. And uh, now they're just people. And uh, fuck, here they are. <laughs> And they're just like anyone else, you know? They got their struggles, their worries, their hopes, their dreams, their fears, like everything. They're just people, like you. Now you're people. <laughs> so, if, you know, you look back and you think, like, your parents were, like, either awesome or shitty, they're like, no, nah, just I think everybody's just does the best they can for the most part, except for the people that give into societal pressures and let their kids uh, run the household, which is what you're supposed to do. Parents are supposed to protect your kids from insane bullshit and uh not expose them to more insane bullshit but hey whatever don't tell that a parent man you don't have children i go i know and uh if i did and i will one day they will not be uh exposed to bullshit nonsense ridiculous things that are just not even good anymore so yeah that's uh that's me man but uh, hey you to each his own right you know i don't know i don't know I got into a little little comment argument on uh, Yahoo. I was reading some message about, uh, it was an article about, you know, how antidepressants might cause dementia or some bullshit. So I just wrote a comment going, no pills equal a life worth living. And somebody goes, or death, you know, bad, a bad amateur medical advice is, I don't remember, is, uh, you know, bad amateur medical advice is just as bad as, this or that and the other thing and I go oh okay and that sparked my debate mode because I go oh well it just so happens you're assuming I don't have any experience with this stuff and I do so I commented back I go you know what you have your faith in something along the lines like this I said what you put your faith and trust into is your own but you can't say what I just said is not true isn't truth something along the lines and then I go you know I'm like fear is the chief motivator to either take these pills or to not get off them and you know you can argue with that if you want but chances are you're probably on pills right now but and but i'm like you know i shouldn't assume any i like, you shouldn't assume i don't know anything i i'm fucking this up i said you shouldn't assume i don't know anything about this blah 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 and then i said you're probably on pills right now but then of course i was kind of sarcastic and was like but i shouldn't assume anything because you know i just joked about it so again i apologize for the sarcasm but there was truth in that too <laughs> and then i got no response so i must have hit the nail on the head i must i'm assuming <laughs> or the person just disengaged and was like fuck this guy in the internet you know I don't know, man. I try to stay back, but in this day and age of, like, people are like, well, just live your life. I'm like, we can't do that anymore. You know? 
We're like forced into seeing shit. Like I've I stopped watching TV a few years ago, and I'm just on YouTube watching like my own things that I I find interesting, and I still can't get away from nonsense. You know, if I don't see the nonsense on the internet, somebody brings it up in life. They're like, "Did you did you see the President Trump?" And I'm like, "No," and I don't care. God damn, keep living your life. <laughs> Like, what does that have to do with your day-to-day? Like, oh, that's right, nothing. Like, the only thing it has to do is you have to pay attention to what's put into legislation, the laws that we all have to live by. So you need to look at that locally and in whatever state you live and also watch federal law, okay? Other than that, fuck everything. (laughs) But if they're trying to put into law some ridiculous thing that says that I can't say something about somebody who doesn't like how I say it because their feelings are hurt, then yeah, you know what? I'm going to get out there and vote against it. But other than that, I can care less about what side you're on. Right, left, up, down, straight, crooked. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? How are you on your day-to-day fucking life? And that's all that matters, man. That's all that matters. Did I see the debates? No, I don't care about it because it's all bullshit. It's all smokescreen to keep you all distracted, you fucking lemmings, to keep you from thinking on your toes and thinking from yourself and connecting with the world around you. Nature, God, all that shit. You need it. I had caffeine, so I am starting to get super wild, and it's balls-ass hot because the air conditioning isn't working right now. So, I'm going to keep this short because I cannot sit here in this heat. I am sweating like crazy style here. So, all right. Thank you for the rant. Um, Oh, yeah, by the way, this Sunday, I will be guest appearing on the Happy Corner podcast, which will be streaming live on Twitch at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's the Happy Corner Podcast, so tune into Twitch if you got that. Excuse me. Uh, watch us live, or, you know, don't. Whatever. Gives a shit. I'm going to go have fun, because I like talking to people. And uh, I'll see if I can get the uh, the stream after it's done. And I'll put it up on, you know, Facebook, all the nonsense channels I have, YouTube, blah, 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 if you want to hear it later. So check that out. Happy Corner Podcast. Follow them. Uh, Amy and KB, they're awesome. So, they're pretty cool. They're comedians, local comedians from Chicagoland, and uh, they're pretty fucking funny ladies. You know, uh, I used to have them perform out when I had my business at the Brick Lounge. They're they're funny. And I don't say that because I'm about to go on their show. Like, I, I don't have a problem telling somebody that they're not fucking funny, or if they are, but they're funny. So, there's that. <laughs> All right. Everybody have a great fucking weekend. I'll see you all next week. Uh, No Nonsense live stream next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time on YouTube. Okay, everybody have a great day. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines.